Welcome to the Sunshine Girl Podcast. This is a place for growth and honest conversations about life and living it. Relationships, personal development, and everything in between. The Sunshine Girl Podcast belongs to Ghanaian broadcaster Jessica Opare-Saforo, who lives and resides in Ghana. You can find her YouTube channel at Jessica OS or find her on Facebook using her name. Welcome once again to the Sunshine Girl Podcast. I hope the conversations are beneficial. I'm super, I'm super. So you're a fixed income trader. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Well, so <laughs> you trade in fixed income. Fixed income. Well, yeah. So um, <laughs> fixed income is basically um, comprises the bonds, bills, okay. and then things along those lines. And right. Generally, the idea is that these are securities where you can, to a certain extent, predict the income that will come out of it. So uh-huh. the income be fixed. Right. Right. Oh. Right. Oh. Right. No, I like that. So, uh, Prince Dagadu. So let's jump right in. Really, yeah. what are treasury bills? All right. So treasury bills uh, as like the very basis of investment and it's definitely something that a lot of people have heard about right so these are short-term securities where the government uses this opportunity to borrow over a short-term period from the investing public so this includes individuals like you and i like from pension funds from companies from whoever is trying to invest treasury bills is something that you're able to do and one thing you should know about treasury bills is that these are discounted securities and i'll explain that okay so um for the ordinary investor what you know is actually i'm sending this amount to the bank and then after a certain period this is what i want to get okay but technically with treasury bills what it's saying is that you want to get to say 1000 cds mm-hmm. right so maybe you want to put in 950 today mm-hmm. so that you can get 1000 cds right okay. so in in a sense it's like the reverse of what many people know right. so you are trying to know how much you should send into the bank today mm-hmm. to be able to get that amount after the 91 days, so three months, six months. We'll talk about the period for treasury bills. Okay, yes. sounds good. Are yeah. there different types? Yes, exactly. So there's the 91-day treasury bill, which is over a three-month period. There's the 182-day treasury bill, which is over a six-month period. And then there's a 364-day treasury bill, which is over a one-year period. Okay. So generally a short term that's less than one year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the percentages you, like the interest you get differs, okay. right? Yes, yes, definitely. So um, the whole thing, one thing you know about investment is that the shorter the period, the shorter the risk. Because, I mean, think about it in very practical terms. If I say, Jessica, Charlie, give me 10 CDs, I'll give it to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, I'll see you at work tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, Chances you know, are you, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I tell you that, Charlie, you give me this money and I want to go to the university and then when I'm done, it takes like some long time. Right? <laughs> so the longer it is, the right. more risk you are taking. Right. What that also means is that so you are compensated for the amount of risk you are ready to take. So if you are taking the money for a short period, like a 91-day period, the rate you should expect or the return would be lower than somebody who is willing to invest his money or part with his money over a one-year period. Right. So that's like the thinking of... And it applies across different um, investment securities. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, so, so what is the difference between treasury bills mm-hmm. and bonds? Because you hear that a lot. Like, yeah. 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 what's that? Yeah. All right. So... Um, we won't take come family terms, right? <laughs> like bond is like the big brother of treasury bills. Okay. So once you have treasury in front of it, the issue over there is a government. Okay. So let's come to Ghana. So Ghana treasury bills, or government of Ghana treasury bills are bills that are issued by, by government. The government right. And then government of Ghana treasury bonds are bonds issued by the government. So now the difference. 
So treasury bills, like I mentioned, are less than one year, like the three months, six months, and then the one year, okay. right, or the three, six to four days. Then when it comes to the bonds, we have um, a two-year note, three-year notes, five-year, six-year, seven-year, 10-year, 15-year, you can go to 20-year. Oh, is that Currently, the maximum? Yes, yes. No, never not, not, it's not a cap. Hmm. Currently, with the existing bonds in Ghana, we have up to the 20-year. Wow. But then we are not limited to 20. I mean, we had conversation about a century bond, and all, which is <laughs> like 100 years. Sure. And they are in more developed uh, economies, they actually borrow over a longer period because, I mean, the market has come to understand and appreciate all these things. And, I mean, in a sense, when you are looking long-term, you had a conversation with Koyu about retirement and all of it. If you are like me, who's still in my 20s, and I'm looking at retirement, which is like 60, mm-hmm. uh, so I should be ready to invest for 40 years right. if it is mm-hmm. retirement. So you think about that in a sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, who can have access to, to these bills? Who can buy treasury bills? So, is it um, reserved for certain kinds of people? No, no, no. So any Ghanaian at all, any Ghanaian at all can invest in treasury bills. I'll, I'll juxtapose that with the bonds. Okay. Right? So... Um, treasury bills have been reserved for Ghanaians because the whole idea is that if it's a short-term period, let's give our people the ability to invest more and then the money also stays here. Because mm-hmm. from the Bank of Ghana point of view, treasury bills is actually one of the instruments that they use in controlling how the economy works. Okay. Right. So they try to keep that money within Ghana. So Ghanaians can invest in treasury bills. And that it's not only Ghanaian individuals, but... Any corporate institution can also invest okay. in treasury. So bonds. it's not open to foreigners. So when you go to bonds, okay, then uh, foreign nationals, so people who bear um, foreign passports. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where it gets a little interesting because sometimes you have Ghanaians who've lived abroad and hold passports with other countries, and right. it gets dicey. But the whole idea is that with the treasury bills, ninety one, one eighty two, three sixty four, Ghanaians and Ghanaian companies or companies all over. But then when it comes to the treasury bonds, anyone at all. So that's why we would have international investment firms also investing in our bonds when we issue. Okay, sounds yeah. good. So, so um, I know, for instance, Data Bank, where you yes, work, yes. has like different kinds of options. Like mm. there's the M Fund, there's EPAC, yeah. there's, yeah. Yeah. you know. How different are treasury bills from these kinds of investment types? Okay, yeah, good. So I mentioned that treasury bill is like a base, right? right? So one thing you know is that if you are looking to invest over a short-term period, but then you also want to get a sense of um, definite periods with your investment. So you want to invest over a three-month period or a six-month period. The treasury bill is something you can do. Compare that to, say, Data Bank's M Fund, which is a fixed income fund, okay. where we invest into fixed income securities like bonds, some treasury bills, they throw in some, some, trade, some corporate bonds and the like, okay. right? That gives you the opportunity to invest for as long as you can. It doesn't have a definite date mm. okay it doesn't have an end date to it so you can invest for but then another thing you should you should know about the mutual funds is that at the time of investing right you wouldn't be told or you can't know for sure that this thing i'm investing in will give me say a 12 percent or a 15 percent or a 16 percent wow with treasury bills you know treasury bills are issued at auction and at the end of the auction they you get an auction re- result or an auction report which gives you the weighted average rates. So then you know, when you, you, you get your statement, you know that, okay, after 91 days, I'm going to get, say, 
1500 or 2000 or mm. millionaires like you like oh millionaires like who <laughs> like we're just talking about <laughs> okay <laughs> we're talking about your youtube dollars who uh, oh. <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about but okay right. so, so that's really interesting so yeah. with treasury bills you definitely know what you're gonna get but with all mm. the other kinds of investments yeah. Yeah. it's relative yes so anything yes. can happen yes are there are there instances where for instance you lose so we Treasury bills? No, with the other investment types? Well, so um, I can go into the various types and then we'll appreciate that more. So even with the mutual funds, right, we have different kinds of mutual funds. We have the money market mutual funds. Okay. We have fixed income mutual funds. Wow. We have balanced mutual funds and we have equity mutual funds. Charlie. With the money market mutual funds, the, there's a fund manager where you know everybody has pulled their money together. The various data bank customers have pulled their money together. And the, the money market mutual fund manager decide that okay i'm going to invest your funds into securities mostly securities who have that have um, a maturity of less than one year okay right so when you are investing in securities that have a maturity of less than one year like the treasury bill mm-hmm. then that's money market so you have a fixed income mutual funds where you throw in the bonds which have like three years five years and longer term securities right right so there's a different kind of risk over there you are you would expect higher returns because like the analogy i use yeah. you are investing for a longer time you are yeah. taking a higher level of risk then you throw in the balanced fund right so with balanced fund you are looking at fixed income and some equities or shares okay. and we know generally that stocks tend to have um, higher volatility or are more risky right compared to like these fixed income and mm-hmm. things so with a balanced fund you are sort of balancing things you're trying to get <laughs> a little bit of the world of fixed income where you can sort of predict what the returns will be. And then taking chances on some good companies that you believe can give you some good returns. Yes, you are taking higher risks to higher return over there. So there's a good risk over there. Then there's those who want to go or who would like to go all, all in, out. Yeah, mm. into the equities where you are investing mostly into companies who uh, you know who are listed, usually listed on the stock exchange. In the case of data banks EPAC, for instance, you are looking at companies that are listed across different African countries. So it's a Pan-African fund, okay. right? So there's a higher level of risk over there if you are comparing it to the more conservative treasury bill, right? right? Uh-huh. So okay. you look at that, right? Well, thanks for taking time to explain mm-hmm. that. Um, what is the you know, significance of the maturity periods for treasury bills? Like, for instance, if I buy a 91-day mm-hmm. treasury bill, what exactly does that mean? What what happens at the end of ninety one days? Okay. You know. Okay. So um, the first thing I mentioned, one of the first things I mentioned was that it gives you a certain sense of definite timing. Okay. Right. So you can so take, for instance, um, you have a child who's going to school in three months' time. So it just makes sense that you can invest into say the ninety one day treasury bills because in three months' time you have the sense that you can get the money. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do at the end of um, three months? So for the parents who needs the money to pay school fees yes you can go and withdraw so in that case you have a refund instruction there are others who would want to keep investing mm. right so after the 91 days the rollover yeah the rollover and there's something you need to note about the rollover it's not just like some somersaulting or something of the money right okay. it's about the opportunity to earn from both the principal you put in and the interest, interest you earn so that at the end of the period you are earning interest on interest earning more interest on interest and the more you roll over 
it gets more interesting. So, in, in, let me break yeah. this down. So, yeah. let's say I invested a uh, thousand CDs mm. in in Treasury bills, and yeah. let's say after mm. ninety days, I get say a thousand one hundred. Correct. So, with the rollover, I have mm. the option to inv- to reinvest. Yeah. The thousand one hundred if I so choose. Correct. Or I can just say, Okay, give me the profit on it. That is yes. the hundred CDs yes. and uh, then we can roll over again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But definitely it's easy to see who's benefiting more. Yeah. Okay. That's the yes. guy who takes that's the guy who goes goes to take all the thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, the, somebody said we'll go take, take the, the whole thousand, thousand and leave the hundred. Yeah, but true. Uh-huh. <laughs> then there's the guy who says, Okay, Phil, I've I've waited for Three months, I'll take my hundred, like and then you just put that thousand back in mm. there, right? Then there's the guy who says, "Well, I'm going to be patient. I have my thousand over there. I have this hundred, but put the thousand one in there. Let it go and bear more fruits." Right. So, I mean, you just think yeah. about the power yeah. of, of you know it's something they call compound interest. Compound interest, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. And Sounds I, good. I think um, when Koji was talking about um, retirement, mm-hmm. you'd recall he talked about. How or I think Gillian, in Gillian's episode as mm-hmm. well, over a five-year period, you see the difference that this compound interest makes between the guy who's just saving money compared to the guy who's earning interest on interest. That's yes. a vast difference. Th- that is true. You yes. know, um, uh, uh, my co-host, Kweku uh, David, was, yeah, was telling, me off air. telling me about how he, he uh, I think he did something with Data Bank and but then he had to, to, to dip into the funds. Kweku, mm. sorry for sharing this without <laughs> asking you, but basically he said he just left like some 40 CDs there. Mm. And this was like almost 15 years ago. Yeah. And then he just decided to go and check how much is there. <laughs> And he got 700 CDs. Right. Like, he literally forgot about it, yeah. though. But yeah. there were 700 just yeah. sitting there. No, we, we hear these stories. Crazy. You hear this when clients come in. Everybody talks about how when we're back in school, data bank came to make this presentation. And, you know, students, you know, get too much mm. money. So maybe they did some 10 CDs or 50 CDs. Yeah. And then now they are working. They just came by to even check whether mm. the account it's was still active. active. So they look at that and they are thinking, well, imagine. What so it can be with treasury bills as we've, as we've talked mm. about it can be with the mutual funds it can be with any of our any products, of investment but then yeah. that consistency even if it's a CDs you can do every month and you know that consistently you are doing something you smile all the way to data bank great stuff one bank so for the like the three month one right so like there's literally no cap to how much you can say invest no, no, no. So, so if I have 100,000 CDs. Exactly. Yeah. For three months, I could just of come to 100,000. All right. Who will catch you? Oh, nobody. That's where you move. Cool. Yeah. Why would you say, like, what makes a treasury bill so popular in, as a, an investment choice for, okay, for, for so Ghanaians? In, interesting you mentioned Ghanaians. You know, generally, I mean, and this is something we know by being Ghanaians. The Ghanaian usually, right, is, isn't as much of a risk taker, generally. That's true. I mean, and... So so then it, it just makes sense that you uh, would want to look and, and it, it's important too that you get that security, right? So you are investing in something that you know when I come back. Because people have different reasons. I mean there are people who have lost their money in different ways. So mm-hmm. you have to be conservative about yeah. it. So that's yeah. fine, right? So Ghanaians will look at that. Another main reason why people invest is retirement. Right, and when you are approaching retirement, it said that there's not the time for my trying my quick. No, right, there's no. not time for <laughs> trying to take all sorts That's of risk and all of that. No, 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 no. So you want to go with something that is more conservative. Hmm. It so happens that a lot of Ghanaians think about uh, investing when they are approaching retirement. So yeah. at that point, it only makes sense that they would then be investing in something that is conservative. Yeah. But then with 
like programs like this with all these things we are doing we are creating more awareness with the school outreaches the media outreaches and all from our podcast and everything mm. we do ten mm. storms whatever mm. more young people are getting to know about it yeah. so what that means is that yes while people are still investing in treasury bills people are getting to know about other options right. yeah within the mix that they can invest in and be able to get some good returns on their investments yeah so so far all i've heard about treasury bills mm. seem to be positive are there any yeah. downsides to it like can well, you share me no oh, lies oh, no, right. i mean i'll yeah. give it to you i'll trade for it like that no no no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um well so as i mentioned with investments you are being compensated for the amount of risk you are you ready take. to take mm-hmm. right so given that you are taking a lower risk with treasury bills it only makes sense that the returns are relatively lower mm. compared to other investments or things being equal if they tend to make higher returns because if you are investing in stocks in a company that tends to do very well mm. right well you 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 see good returns mm. over there which would definitely be higher than the treasuries in fact even with mutual funds right anybody anybody at all can go to a bank and go and invest in um, a treasury bill right so if i'm paying you as an investment company in, uh, to invest in your mutual fund mm-hmm. it only makes sense that Charlie, you say you be fund manager you go to school mm. so at least try to give me better than the treasury because right. i'm taking a higher risk, risk. with you That's if right. i decide to go with bonds right bonds are relatively longer term mm-hmm. right i'm taking a higher risk so it only makes sense that you should compensate me better than mm-hmm. going for treasury which is considered quote unquote risk free right right uh-huh. so yes that that's the if you like the downside because the rates are relatively lower okay. but then it gives you that security too because Charlie, i buying the no matter what the government should be able to pay yeah. right so yeah so I'm glad we're talking about treasury bills because mm. there are a lot of people who don't actually understand the percentages, like the interest and whatnot. Yeah. For instance, like if I come to you and I say, okay, I have a thousand CDs. Yeah. I want to buy 90 day treasury bills, 91 day, yeah. right? Treasury bills. And you tell me, let's say the rate is 12%. Mm. I'll be thinking I'll be making 12% every month Very on my thousand CDs. Excellent. Is that correct or is it wrong? All right. So, so <laughs> good. So, um, Let's complete that twelve percent. It is twelve percent per annum. Ah, what does that mean? Twelve percent per annum. So it's an annualized rate. So this is the interest if you are looking at it over a one-year period. But then the thing is that you, the guy who came to invest in a ninety-one day, mm-hmm. naturally count for your money after this ninety-one days. Mm-hmm. We can't give you one year, uh, you know, return for your ninety-one days. So what happens is that ninety-one days is a quarter. Of the year that's three months that's the quarter of the year so that return annualized is divided by four and you take the one part <laughs> so one over four yeah okay uh-huh. okay i see <laughs> okay so so once again let's break this down mm. it's very important though. yeah oh very important so i bring a thousand cds yes you give it to me at 12 percent mm. interest rate per yeah. annum yeah what it means is um like how how do you do the calculation? Okay, so mm-hmm. so is that um, twelve, right? Mm-hmm. So there the, is twelve percent, yeah. right? So we are looking at one over four. Just with that one over four, they like that okay. one be conk. All right, right. Okay. Then now you can comp- uh, compute your twelve percent on 
So if I'm doing it for three months, mm-hmm. then I have to divide it by correct what by the four. And the same concept applies if you are looking at the 182 because 182 is half of okay. the year. So now right. we are not doing one over four, we are mm-hmm. doing one over two. I get ah, it. Right. Uh-huh. And if you're doing one year, then you know you're getting the full 12%. 12. Yeah. So yeah. for instance, yeah. what, what will 12% be? So, 12%. so that's like 120, 120 Ghana. Yes. So you'll get 1,120 yes. Ghana. Yeah. So if you decide year. to roll over, then you are earning not going to earn interest on, on the 1,100. So it means the 30 day, you know, mm-hmm. if I bring 1,000, where I can't take them after 91 days, it's yeah. 30 cities. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you didn't divide. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Does that also mean mm-hmm. that if, let's say, I do the 91-day bill with yeah. you, yeah? And then, Charlie, I have some emergency. Mm. I need my money. Mm. Does it mean that <laughs> I, like, will you guys penalize me for coming for my money earlier? Okay, so for most firms, I mean, the understanding is that you've come to buy a 91-day bill, right? So the understanding is you are holding your money over a 91-day period. Mm. 50 days time, you come to you want your money, mm. right? We know both. But then because there's the understanding that you have to hold the money for this period, they the, would discount it usually at a rate. Okay. So where you might see some deduction from your principal, right? Because if you think about it from a technical point of view, the bank has taken your money and used it to buy treasurable. So they've given your money to the government. Right. So they okay? don't have it. They don't have it. Yeah. So if you are coming for your money now, it's like they're sort of going to borrow someone else's money mm. to pay you now. And I it comes that. at a cost. I get that. So you bear a the bit cost of the cost. of that. Exactly, oh. yes, yes. So if, if you go to your bank or your whatever financial institution, your brokerage firm, and you see some of those charges, it's not because you are being punished. No, but it's that, that is the finance sense behind that. Because the money you brought has been given to Bank of Ghana. Right. Because government is borrowing your money. Mm-hmm. Your money is not in a uh, bank account, no. So if you come for your money today, it means I have to borrow money from elsewhere to pay you and it comes at a cost. Right. So then you see that over there. So th- one good thing about treasury bills then again is that, so it helps you look at your cash flow. So I use school fees. You know, mm-hmm. every term is like, what, three months? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if yeah. you know that well in three months time you have school fees to pay for the next term then you can do that and you can look. See if you have money that you feel you would need at any time options like data banks and fund which gives you the opportunity to have access to your funds within one working day oh yeah it gives you that flexibility so you need to that's why it's always important to have a conversation with your investment advisor that's what's up so come let's have a conversation right and then we know what it what, because every investor is different right somebody's investing to pay school fees someone is investing um towards his retirement someone else is investing it was some big party to want you at age 40 or <laughs> yeah. something. You know, sure, yeah. So, yeah, there are different reasons. So, we need to understand what it is you are coming to invest for, mm. and then based on that, we can plan. Your dial's on 97.3 City FM. This is the Traffic Avenue. We're hanging out with Prince Dagadu.
Yes, he's a fixed income trader, uh, data bank brokerage. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Time with Your Investor Series. Exciting, exciting insights. All you need to know about treasury bills. And that's the conversation we've been having. If you have any questions, I'll give you maybe one minute to send them through. 054-998-6996. That's our WhatsApp number. Um, but I think everything was pretty straightforward, very easy to understand. Sure. And that's thanks to you, Prince. Thank you, thank um, you. But, you know, if people are out there sure. and they want to, you know, invest in treasury bills, mm. what and how does the person get started? Where, where do they start? From? All right. So, I mean, of course, talk to Data Bank, right? So you can reach us via um, our customer service line. So if, I'm, if you have your permission, I can mention the yes, number. Yes, please yeah, go so ahead. So 302 so 0302 you can give us a call and the amazing customer service team will be available to assist you. You can send an email info at databankgroup.com or client services at databankgroup.com. They are available to assist you. Or you can walk into any of our branches. I mean, because of COVID and all, I'd want to begin with a technology before you can yes. sit in the comfort of your office or home. But of course, if by all means, if you want to walk into any of our branches, we have 16 branches and locations across the country. Okay. Yeah, you can just visit. You can see them on our website. We're in Accra, we're in Takrati, we're in Kumasi, we're in Cape Coast. We're Everywhere. I mean, all over. We have strategic partnerships with um, one bank, um, GT Bank, where in certain, um, we call them co-locations. Mm. So in some uh, GT Bank branches, you can all work in, and there's a data bank. Whatever it is you're getting ahead of us, you can get it over there. And the wonderful team that is available to assist you. Yeah. Nice. Quick question. Are hmm. uh, Treasury bill interest rates negotiable? Like, can I come to you and say, oh, you guys are giving me 12%, hmm. but I want, let's say, 13 No, no. No? And let me explain why. Okay. So, as I mentioned, um, the guy borrowing the money over here is government, hmm. right? So, and the Treasury bill rates are determined at auction. You have uh, various financial institutions coming to this auction to place their bids, saying, well, I want to submit this amount of money to buy a 91-day bill at social and so rate. The government is looking to borrow at the lowest cost, hmm. right? So they would usually pick the rates that are lowest, hmm. right? So to be able to realize the target amount that they have, once they reach whatever the target is, they are done. And then ultimately there's a weighted average rate based on the bids that were submitted. That is what we will see on the website as the treasury bill rate, okay. right? So at the end of the day, all the negotiation happened at auction. So when you walk into the branch and you say you now want to negotiate, it's not going to happen. Buying, it's done. Why, why yeah. Not yeah. What I say? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, it's it's not we taking your money for ourselves mm. to do something for ourselves or right. to do some kind of financial whatever. I right. do I do realize that these interest rates change quite frequently. Like yes. to last week you'll come in it's let's exactly. say thirteen percent exactly. today it's twelve how does why is, does it change so, so quickly? What I just explained just the auctioning thing. Much. Yeah, because um during this week, right? you have um, the primary dealers are the real bank the various banks going into the auction mm. decide uh, looking at various economic factors they're looking at inflation they are looking at monetary policy rates and all of that they are looking at demand for the securities and based on that they feel well if i go in at this rate it'll work next week friday they'll come again and do that analysis based on the prevailing uh, conditions yeah, you understand right. so what happens what happened last friday might not happen this friday hmm. so you generally see some differences. But then, 
another thing about Twitter is that the change is not so sharp. Right. Right. It's gradual. It's not so sharp. Because I've seen that the rate is going down like small, small. small. Well, yes. So last I checked, it was fourteen, and today you tell me it's like twelve. Yes. Yes. Interesting. So, so the objective of the borrower, right, which in this case is government is to reduce their cost of borrowing, yeah. right? So while you as an investor is looking to get as much return, mm. right? The, the objective of government is to reduce their cost of borrowing. But then, I mean, let's look at it as citizens too. You know, when government borrows, okay, ultimately, government will have to pay. Pay back, yeah. And government raises their money through taxation. Mm-hmm. So if you are very happy about seeing high rates mm, right, on treasury bills, <laughs> that should be either see you for somewhere. <laughs> or your kiddies. Yeah. Or your kiddies yeah. that my kiddies who can't pay. That's yeah. interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like so, the way you put it. Yes, yes. So um, you need to understand it in that context. Yeah. Okay. We wrap up this conversation shortly, mm. but let me take a few messages. This one says, what is the current T-bill percentage rate? All right. So I'll just um, take it. So from the last... Um, Treasury auction, which was last Friday, the 91 day closed at 12.63%. Mm. Yeah, 12.6395, so you can call that 12.64%. The 182 closed at 13.42%. And then the 364 day closed at 134 mm. Yeah, so these are the most recent. And as Jessica mentioned, next week after auction, you might see a slight change. I, I realize that the, the 365 is yeah. lower than the... Oh, didn't I hear you right? The 364 is actually higher. 16. Oh, 16. 16. Okay, yes. I wrote 16. Oh, 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 right. It'll be simple. Yeah, like I shocked you. It defeats, yeah, it defeats the, the purpose. The logic, yeah. All right. Yeah. Esther from Cantonment says, please, does the rate depend on the bank you buy the bill from? Well, so not necessarily, right? Um, the point is that they are going to the same auction, right? But I also mentioned that these banks are bidding and getting it at different rates. It's not mm. a uniform clearing. Right. What that means is that the, once they are within the range government is accepting, mm-hmm. one bank might get it at a higher rate than another bank, okay. and they may be able to give it to you at, at a, a better, better rate. Mm. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean they are like being the better bank. Okay. Or like they like you more than another bank. Right. Not necessarily, but it's, it's the economics that come with it. Yeah. Right. Um, a message here says, Jessica, T-bills, because of the security um, that it comes with, what if there's a revolution or a coup? <laughs> How do I get my money back? All right, all right, all right. So, I mean, we are blessed to be in a country that has been very stable in terms of um, our, you know, democracy so, and all of that. I mean, that that is very key. So we make sure that consistently, right, that smooth transfer that's why it's important for all of us to safeguard the democracy that we have mm. right because once there's smooth transfer of power you know that there's an obligation of the central bank which is the bank of ghana to make sure that at every point in time they are paying these obligations so whatever bond it is that is issued or treasurable or whatever they are able to pay on time yes yeah. Okay, um, so someone wants to know. Um, essentially, they're saying if, for instance, they invested or bought treasury bills, mm. say now, and it was twelve yeah. percent, mm-hmm. and at the point they're rolling over, yeah. the the interest rates had gone higher. Yes, does it roll over at the higher interest correct. rate? Correct, correct. Oh. It rolls over at the higher rate. Yes, so okay. you are getting a better return in the future. Final question says: So mm-hmm. if I take out a T bill today at say eleven percent, okay, at a turn at tenure. I'm, am I guaranteed the 11% I took it at, or will I be getting the adjusted rate at the time of maturity? No, no. So once you, you are given the treasury bill rate, 
at issuance mm -hmm. at a particular rate, mm -hmm. it's fixed. Filled. Yes, yes. So it explains the fixed income. Right. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. So if I do T bills for like say three years and mm. I got it, I say twenty seven. Whether yeah. it comes down to two percent, I still have my so, twenty seven. Three year will be a three year bond. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right. Treasury bills so only like a over the three year, months, maximum. six months, one year. Well, I get that. Yes, yes. So every three months, it 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 is affected by the prevailing rate mm -hmm. for that particular year. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're out of time, but the questions are pouring in. Mm. I promise. This is the final one. So yeah, Ghanaian flight, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is the confirmation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But this even says, ask him if they have any investments for tertiary students. Yes, so flight. so yes, and I'm not going to just throw out one product because, like I said, every investor is different, right? But generally, for a tertiary students, you may be looking to start investing towards maybe your your I mean after school. Mm. I mean. We know not everybody gets a job immediately after sure. school. Yeah. So you could invest into a fixed income fund so that I mean, by the time you are done with school, at least you have something you can live on for people who are entrepreneurial and want to start something. Mm. That is something you can do. If you also want to follow my CEO who's talking about investing from the very first day mm. right, towards <laughs> your retirement, then you can also look at the B fund and the equity funds, which are longer term, because mm. even while you are, you are a student, you are looking mm. to invest towards that. So have a conversation with uh, and if you are a student at any tertiary institution one good thing about data bank is that we i just noticed we, we tend to have locations not too far away from most of the the tertiary institutions or just give us a call i mean you are the tech savvy ones so just give us a call we are happy to have a conversation with awesome. you awesome yeah. prince dagadu it's been yeah. great thank you so much for it's coming through totally enjoy the conversation i did too my yeah. love to everybody else back at data bank thank you so much for listening to the sunshine girl podcast I hope you found the thoughts, ideas, and conversations beneficial. I'm glad you spent time with me today. I hope I gave you value. Please come back soon.